0: Hey guys, this is Dagon123 and welcome to... T-Cast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next exciting episode of TenchiCast, presented by TenchiForum.com. The Tenchi fandom has been in a whirlwind as of late because of two doujins that came out recently at Comic Cat eighty-five in the winter, and they have some very exciting information in them that I'm sure you will all be interested to hear. But first, I'm going to do roll call. Chuck. Didn't we
1: just do one of these yesterday? Oh well, how's it going everybody?
0: Crazed. Hello everybody. JG. What's up? Mittens. Hey hey. Nil.
2: Oh, this must be where pies go when they die.
0: And who?
3: Woohoo, I'm back.
0: Unlike TenchiCast in the past, this is going to be much more in the form of general discussion as we explain everything... And kind of give our hints and theories and general excitement and hype. But before we do that, we are going to have the two translators who are a part of Tenchi Forms Heaven and Earth Translations relay the information and the... Person to relay that information will be the, the main translator on tenchi Tenchibon 1312 and Tenchimuyo IF. Crazed.
4: Yes, two very interesting dogens that came out of this comic, folks. Tenchimuyo IF deals with Tenchi's two daughters, one that he'll have with Ryoko, one that he'll have with Aieka, and also Sena's son that he's going to have with Kiriko. There's not a lot of text. In the If Dojin, so all we have to go off of is the pictures. It shows the the children as babies right after they've been born, and it shows age progression all the way up till looks like their high school years. There's no names, nothing like that. The one, the big interesting piece out of If is on the very last page. Ryoko and Aika's daughters are gonna marry Saina's son. How you may feel about that, I'm not sure. Bon 1312 is a doujin that focuses mainly on Kenshi, and it leads up to right before the first episode of the anime, War on Geminar. Essentially all 1312 has in it is it just talks about Kenshi's training with Ryo Oki, And it explains why he has the skill set that he does, how he's so adept at hiding and things of that nature. In the afterword for for Tenshiban 1312, Masaki Kajishima has announced very interesting things. And in case you may or may not have seen it already, easiest way I think to do this is I'll just go ahead and read you word for word what we got out of that doujin. It's been hectic this past summer and winter that I'm finally commencing negotiations on the new anime. I did not explain this portion of the story in the anime because it would be far too long and the feeling of tension would be lost. I wanted to make it easy to come into for those that had no knowledge of Tenshi. I think I will return to War on Geminar and treat it the same as Tenchi. The plan is to continue to add on to War on Geminar's story in a written form. It's fun to draw. So, basically, that means War on Geminar, at least for the moment, is only going to be getting new content in the form of doujins or novels. Maybe both, one or the other. We don't know as of yet. And then the next part Now then, I'm going to talk about the upcoming projects. Even though this is talking about what is being made, let me share with you in the most unprofessional way a heart-to-heart. At the Winter Kamiket, Tenshi Muyo If was released. The book was released in the style of a storyboard. However, the explanation for its content was not included. Because the doujin is tied to an anime project, I didn't want to reveal much. The contents of Tenshi Muyo If will be the future installment. When you pitch a new Tenchi project, it's a good idea to try and entice them with pictures. I've been trying to avoid images that would be considered finalized. As was the case with the original, working in collaboration with others can be difficult. I think that in the future, it will be to create more finalized images if future books are released in this format. Additionally, the Tenchi Muro GXP novel is complete. The anime project is still incomplete, but maybe it will be complete by summer. Now, what I got out of that is he says if is in the form of a storyboard. So, as of this point in time, it's fairly safe to say that it looks like what's in if will be in OVA4 or however he goes about doing it. How much gets changed, edited, you know, that's still up in the air. The only other thing that I can think of is that will be animated is. Paradise War. He's been pushing Paradise War, uh, the the novels of it, extremely hard, and he's you know trying to prove himself to get those animated. Other than that, that's really all that we got out of these Dogians. So now we're going to see what we all have to say about this information. You
5: know, we try to do as best we can with the translation. We have had it verified by nearly a half dozen people at this point that. You know, it may not be absolutely perfect depending on your, you know, dialect, I guess, in Japanese, but it's what's there is what's being said. So it's accurate enough for us to, you know, be having a cast on it and put this forward and feel confident in it for everybody out there. So a couple things stand out to me, which again, I kind of am leery of mentioning or bringing them to the forefront because. You know, depending on how they actually are worded. The idea that it, Tenshimio, if is a storyboard, particularly the idea that they are, he said that he avoided images that are finalized, which is, you look at if and it's very specific information, taking it snapshots of the characters' lives, development, whatever you want to call it, over a long period of time with. If, like Craze said, they start out as babies, uh, having just been born and to some extent directly prior to that, because we see Ryoko and Aika pregnant, up to probably like late 20-ish type years when they get married to Saina's son. So it could be that, I mean, it doesn't seem like the characters would be something that you could say are up in the air because they're a continuous theme. Maybe those particular events being shown along the way are still in flux, so they may not happen. So my question would be to throw out there would be, if this is not the finalized material, then what of it is that he's planning around? Hopefully we get more of a science fiction, you know, return to the OVA 1, maybe some 2 type structure to another anime coming out for OVA 4. Rather than the political mess that was OVA3, they just kind of info-dumped from all the previous doujins that got a real big knee-jerk reaction from everybody. You know, for those that are more classically-minded, you know, AK is still in the picture. She still exists. You know, there's a bunch of different things out there that... We don't know exactly where everything fits in. You do get to see in thirteen twelve, as Craze has mentioned, Ryo-Oki kinda of tormenting Kenshi from War on Geminar. It does show you some interesting things in there. Particularly one is that Ryo Oki ages or matures incredibly fast, faster than Kenshi, and goes you know, skips right through her age forms straight up to adult, even before Sasami does, but she still has a mentality more so of a child. There's some interesting things in there. Paradise War is an unknown somewhat at this point, but we know that it does have uh, Sena Yamada under a pseudonym, and there are more Ryo-okis introduced, which is also seen in If. I believe they're also seen in 1312 briefly, but you know there are a lot of things starting to come to a head here. And I imagine a lot of it's going to tie together in OVA4, which, you know, we can look forward to possibly having seen something more than likely more by
0: winter. I just want to throw in there that one of the things that people, especially if you follow Kajishima's continuity, things are very, very loose. Things change quite often, oftentimes without making any sense and are never corrected. Now, bearing in mind, JG had mentioned there are other dojins out there, but it's interesting that the way that Kajishima is doing Tenchimuyo, if not only the fact that he's doing another dojin, because this is the first dojin that he's done that is specifically a new dojin, not a continuation of Tenchiban or the Kajishima Onsens or anything like that. This is very, this is brand new. His style is different. There are different things in it. One big thing in particular is the fact that Aika has a daughter. Many fans, many, many fans for years, even back in 2000, had pictures of Ryoko and her daughter. And that was confirmed to be the first child that uh, Tenshi would have and Ryoko would have. And that the fans have dubbed it Tenko. But... There were no other kids until a mysterious, not even colored character that's supposed to be Tenchi's son uh, appears in the 21st century Dojin. But Aika at no point was ever referenced to have a child, and I bring that up because all signs of this Dojin are pointed to be made. Politically, and by politically, I mean he's making this dojin because he knows he has to sell it to somebody. He has to sell this to executives at AIC because his last contract with AIC is up. And this is my opinion, but I have a feeling a, and I have, and so far I haven't been, been I haven't been proved too wrong. I have a feeling that Kajashima actually had to prove himself because. His contract with AIC before started in 2001. He was given full control of the budget. He was given full control of how things would work out. Well, AIC, the animation company, was bought by the game, slot game, and pachinko machine company Oizumi in 2010, I believe. And so the power structure, I'm sure, of AIC fluctuated big time. And they no longer are honoring his work before. I mean, they're, they're not going to give him anything just because he worked with them before. He has to prove himself. And I think that's why there's such a big shift in Muyo if, because if you look at his GXP novel 10, or the, the artwork for it, It looks like what has been his normal style for the past seven or eight years, as opposed to Tenshi Muyo If, which has more rounded, which has more, which is more round and more warm, and it's more—dare I say—even slightly classic Tenshi. Like there's more of a softer feel to it. You can't land planes on Ryoko's ears anymore. It's something that is very—again, this is my personal opinion. I think that Kajishima has to prove that this is worth looking at. It's not something that he can just throw in whatever and say deal with it. This is something that he has to sell to people. And that's why he made if the way it was. Now, JG brought up an interesting point as well in that, or Crazed and JG, that part of the process or that Kajishima said he wanted to stray away from images that were finalized. Which is interesting because in if he refers to it as the story of the future is not yet settled or this is this is not necessarily the story of the future, but then in Tenchi bond thirteen twelve he goes he goes at length to say that yes, this is the future of Tenchi, so it's interesting that he's playing two sides. To, on the one side, he's playing it very politically smart. On the other one, which is Tenchibon 13, he's coming out straight and saying, this is what's going to be the future. And to me, that says that he's not going to have as much power in this new one because he has, he's already had to step away to show people that it's worth making. So I'll let everybody else throw in their opinions as we keep discussing but it's just it's interesting it's interesting that this is so this is so different for kajishima because it's actually him having to work towards someone else as opposed to someone else working for him
2: there's like a a a content difference as well between some of his previous works like and if we're seeing at the very beginning, we're seeing characters, you know, pregnant and then giving birth and going through these like stages of life that, you know, actual human beings would, whereas in OVA 3, a lot of this was kind of hand waved around and things were taken a little bit more with a comedic tone, which OVA itself is, you know, it was it, it was a more serious show up until then and then the uh, the style the attitude towards the subject matter changed rather drastically and here we're seeing kajishima tackle the actual effects of tenshi finally manning up and getting with you know ryoko and aika and you know them actually going through the biological process of giving birth and having these children and then we see them go through the stages of actually being the mothers of these children uh, as they deal with the Sana's son becoming involved with them as they're growing up. And we see Ryo Oki aging rather rapidly you know still maintaining a childlike attitude according to the uh, tenji bond but you know being physically matured much quicker than uh, say sasami who also grows up in that time frame and uh, i don't like it's 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 interesting to see cuz this is a this is a huge turn from the way things have been in the uh, the most recent OVA and it 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 could be fun to see in the uh, if the new OVA does truly take this like how far back are we going to start are we going to actually see the relationships with Tenshi and Ryoko and Aika develop to the point where they finally all agree that this is the best way to do things or are we just going to kind of skip ahead at the first episode like fast forward it and be like okay well now Ryoko's pregnant because something happened and you move on from there, and the rest of the OVA be a, a gap to bridge the series. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what what route they take. If uh, you know, if if as he says, becomes the future.
1: My reaction to these dojins is a bit bipolar at first. Um, on the one hand, I'm very excited to see Kadajima finally, finally getting back to uh, main cast tenshi things, and more than just bath sequences and doujins, Um Actual. Plot and character development, but on the other hand, uh, I think I speak for many in the fan community when I say I'm just I'm still not sold on the harem ending, and it's probably never going to sit right with me. And so, while I'm very excited to see this new direction, it's still it's just it's not sitting right with me to see both Aika and Ryoko getting with him. I mean, I honestly I I wouldn't prefer one over the other too much, but I just I don't like the harem aspect of it and i think many people agree with me out there but i'm not gonna let that detract from my excitement because i think behind the scenes wise this is the best indication in the last 15 years we've had for real forward movement in the tenshi franchise and i i really i really think that especially what dagon said is true that Kadashima is finally being able is fi- finally uh being brought back into the creative process with the main cast Tenchi, and he's going to have to work with other people again, like he did with OVA1. And I think it's going to work out pretty well, because the last time he worked in a collaboration with talented people with, a, a, with a, a more restricted budget and less creative control, we got OVA1, and it's the best Tenchi's ever been. So I think... There's a lot of reason to hope with uh, with these new with the information out of these new Dogians, but at the same time, it's not perfect. And I I really take that his little bit at the end of if about the the future is not set. I, I I'm really hoping that 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 is not just smoke being blown around. I I hope that there's oversight from a higher level on what he's doing because I just I hope it. I hope I have high hopes for Tenchi, and I would. I would very much dislike it to see it uh, continue along its present path. So I, I, I have hope that these Dogians will change that. But I just wanted to jump in here with,
3: uh, with what Chuck was touching on with people's reactions. I guess first of all, my personal reaction was just, just at seeing this finally, and still right now, I'm, I'm just, I'm too overwhelmed with, with just joy that one we're continuing, but two, just that thing that that. I think all of the fandoms just kind of wanted to see were just Tenchi's babies. And I was like, oh, and I was like, finally. And the whole thing, uh, like I said, me personally, I'm I'm thrilled with what I've seen so far, but I do think that uh, what Chuck mentioned and how others feel about, well, one or the other is one thing, but both, and it, it, I think that's a perfectly valid view because a lot of people will jump to, well, it's a harem anime.
4: We'll,
3: we'll look at uh, GXP uh well it's kind of a funny thing because look you know when tenchi started out harem genre wasn't really established at that time so much and it wasn't so formulaic where the harem ending dude gets all of the chicks and gets them all pregnant and uh, polygamy fest what have you Uh, so then tenchi goes unfinished for a long time and then think of when gxp was made harem anime came out between when tenchi started and when GXP was eventually produced, let alone where we're at now. So I I, I do kind of really I do empathize for people that feel I don't know if I want Tenchi to go this way, even though it is quote unquote the granddaddy of all harems, because because it was so unique and groundbreaking at the time, and then to see it in turn be resumed later down the road and just start going along those tracks. Oh yeah, this is a harem anime. This is how it's. This is how it's going to go. I can I can definitely see why that would be like. Uh, why don't we Why don't we Why don't we try something a little more bold? But
0: that's just me. Also, jump in here. That's interesting to note that I picked up on the other day was crazed when he was going over translations. Kadashima made the point that he was kind of having I guess necessary flashbacks, but the process he was working on with the anime. With the anime that he is working on right now, reminded him of problems as he as he quoted them problems he had with people in the past, And that he actually had to work with people and he couldn't just do whatever he wanted. That made me interested, and in, in, because then the next statement was he referred to Tenshimuyo if as a storyboard, and he referred to Tenshimuyo if as if as if as if it had. Not yet been negotiated because there was a point where he said he was negotiating anime. This strikes me as interested because he had he first led on two years ago. In fact, in 2011, three years ago, I guess. Well, technically not three years yet, but in 2011, he referenced that he was working on several anime projects. Okay, but Tenchu Muyo, if had not even been an idea currently. I mean, I would have liked to have thought that we would have seen something a little bit more from it if he had a concrete idea. In fact, we didn't even see Paradise War until recently. And now there's a good chance that, unlike in our previous cast where we said that, you know, Saint Knight's Tale 2 was, or as I call it, Saint Knight's Tale 2, but War on Geminar 2 was a possibility. Now it seems like War on Geminar is only going to be continued in novel form. So, to me, that strikes me interested because there, one, we have no idea if the new Tenchi series are going to be OVA at all. They may end up being TV series for budget concerns. But I also think that it's interesting that, and I'll do a little bit of backstory for people here, Kajashima has never, ever promoted anything he didn't put his stamp on. You'll notice that the entire time that Universe Tokyo and the three movies were proliferating and coming out and being the majority of what people associate with Tenchi. He he never did one doujin. He never promoted them. He never said anything about them. The only things he ever promoted and talked about were things that he himself made. So that to me says, well, what if there's another anime project that's been in the works that he's not promoting that is possibly like a universe, or a Tokyo, or a movie, but one that's not associated with his works, because he's the type of person to, if it's not 100% his, he will not talk about it, so I, in my opinion, I think that there is, in fact, another mainline spinoff in the works, because if I were AIC, I'd be stupid not to cash in on that, but The signs are kind of pointing to the idea that in order for Kajishima to be able to produce what he wants, he has to let AIC produce what they want to make as well. But another thing to remember there is that Kajishima himself was actually a part of every part of Tenchi. The only parts that he was really a big part of was the OVA. Was because the person who actually helped him write his novels was the director for OVA 2 and 3. So, for Universe or Tokyo or the movies, he was in, he was like, executive animation department or whatever. He wasn't in a huge role, but he was there. The signs are kind of leading that, yes, we will more than likely see Tenshi Muyo if, absolutely. Whether or not it's called OVA 4, whether or not it's an OVA at all, is yet to be seen. But, I've got money that, if GXP is never going to see an anime again, which is what he's... Pretty much said before, because of the way that he didn't like how Nabashin directed it. War on Geminar is not getting an anime because it's going on in novel form. And if he, he, he would have said something. Because he pretty much flat out said that Tenchu If is in the stages of becoming an anime. It's in the stages to be negotiated. But what are the other anime projects? In my heart, I believe there is going to be another main cast uh, spinoff. In the, in the same vein as Universe of Tokyo. Whether or not that happens is anybody's guess, but I've my 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 chips are on are on that card. We'll see if it gets played.
5: I'll throw in my two cents. Basically my reaction was wow, Tenchi has kids. And you know, that flying Roku baby was adorable. So uh it was exciting to see the latest Dojins and to think about the future of Tenchi Moyo. <laughs> also as a Mihoshi fan, yeah, you know, I'm curious to see if, you know, she has a kid with Tenchi someday or maybe some of the other girls too. Um, like others have said, I don't know, I'm not really, not really into harems, but <laughs> I'm understanding, and uh, here's to the future, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully good things to come. But I think there is another explanation too for why these other animes being plural uh, may not be mentioned. I mean, it's hopeful to think that there may be something else that he's not telling us about here, which is easily his uh, prerogative to do so, and would not be out of character for him to be holding other cards till some other time. I think that it's a good possibility, too, that as we saw with Geminar, Geminar, from what I understand, sold fairly well, both in the States and a little bit less so in Japan. GXP was pretty much a flop. OVA-3 pretty well, to a large extent, flopped. I think there's a good chance there that Kajishima may have gone back to AIC, which is, has been mentioned, came under a new ownership, and he wasn't given so much rope, so to speak, to hang himself with. So it could have been more so that he had in mind, or he had old contracts or other things that gave him entitlement to getting X amount of projects that he wanted to do. But when he went and talked to essentially the new overlords at AIC that held the purse strings, they said, no, back the truck up here. We're going to need you know something else to show us that you can still be relevant. So it could be more that he just does not have the leeway that he had originally. And harem anime, as it were, doesn't have nearly the audience that it did back in the 90s, and it was much more tame back then anyway. So, you know, you can also use, you know, other examples like uh, Love Hina or Ayori Aoshi or any number of other ones uh, that were more classically themed back around that same time frame compared to the stuff nowadays, which is almost, you can almost say it's in a parallel dimension or an alternate dimension. It's so different. So... Yeah. I think it, it's more likely that maybe he just doesn't have the control that he once did. And yeah, flying Ryoko baby was pretty cute.
1: That baby was adorable. And anyone who hasn't seen it yet should totally check it out. We have scans up at TenshiForum.com free for anyone to look at without joining up. They're they're for the community. We do everything for you. But yeah, those babies. That is my favorite part of the whole dojin was those babies.
0: The big thing, and the big the big thing that fueled that idea that I had was specifically because Kajishima doesn't have he does not have the control that he did. In fact, I'll reference Crazed, one of our translators at large, when he translated. I th- I think it was twenty first century Crazed when uh, Kajishima was talking about money.
4: Yeah, that was in the twenty first century Dojin.
0: In the twenty first century Dojin, he. For all intents and purposes, he basically came out and said money was misappropriated. And by misappropriated meant he put all of the budget into GXP and War on Geminar. He got 45 to 50 minutes per episode for War on Geminar at 13 episodes, which rounds out to about a 26-episode series. Yet, ironically... Tenshimuyo OVA 3, or as it was released over here, Tinchimuyo Ryooki, only got six episodes at a horrendously small budget, and then got also a seventh episode a year later. And so it's very telling that magically all the money goes to GXP and uh War on Geminar, the things he wanted to do. But then the big one that everybody wanted to see, not just not just over here in Japan as well, magically doesn't get the budget that it's supposed to. So I think that Kajishima has lost his power at AIC and is, again, having to change it around. And if I were AIC, I would want more than just one series of Tenchi because Tenchi's a moneymaker. That was proven when Funimation changed the name from... Isekai no Sekishi Monogatari, which has nothing to do with Tenchimuyo, and partly why it didn't sell as well in Japan, to Tenchimuyo War on Geminar, effectively putting War on Geminar's part one when it came out as the highest selling thing they had that quarter. That quarter, In fact, it was not only the highest selling thing they had in home video release, it was highest viewed thing they had on Hulu at the time when it released. So, ten, the, the name Tenchimuyo sells any series it's put on. It's like Star Wars. So again, my gut feeling is that there's more than just Tenchu Muyo if, as far as Tenchu Muyo is concerned, coming down the pipe. I have a feeling Paradise War will be there too, but I just wanted to throw that in there. You
3: know, on the note of Paradise War, this is probably, you know, strike me down if you will, but I just wanted to go on the record now saying, because it was, it, it seemed very ambiguous and yes, it seems leaning towards, at least to me anyway, that will or at least Kajishima would like that also in animated form to some degree whereas how long the episode is going to be or how many he'll get I don't know but doing that and then there was the whole mystery of is this Sena is this a you know a pseudonym for Sena and it's and it's, and it's like what's what's going on here and then i just that just popped into my mind with uh, seeing if here with with Sena's son there who we don't know what his name is so what if we got junior there and you know he's trying to do a, a spinoff series that route That's, that just kind of popped into my head but of course there are a lot of obstacles like has been mentioned here with from the the producer standpoint and the people uh, controlling the purse strings as you said Dagon uh, and JG with uh, regards to Jim and R and GXP, but that was just a thought that uh, just occurred
1: to me. I've written about this extensively on the forum, but my, my hope for the more expanded universe in Tenshi, uh, especially with these two Dojins, comes from the children, because as it stands now in the OVA continuity, Tenshi's a god, and nearly all of the people in his house are gods of some sort, and no one can touch them. And it really, it, it seems like Kajashima's really written himself into a box. So I've I've talked about this on the forum before, but the fact that he's moving towards the next generation, I think, really signifies the best way to move out of that box he's written himself into. Because the children children don't necessarily need to be plagued by the writing problems that the parents are. They don't need to be overpowered. They don't need to be invincible. They can leave the house and go on their own adventures, and we can see actual compelling storyline again in Tenchi. And so, like who was saying it would make sense that it would be the children who is who are now being focused on in the in the spin off projects and i really I really think that's a great idea like props to Kadashima if that's what he's actually thinking because that is probably the only way to write himself out of the box he's in right now. We know from a fact from a previous doujin that tenshi's one of tenshi's future sons does in fact run away because he finds the household overbearing and restrictive, and so the prospect of having maybe Ryoko's daughter going off into the universe and becoming a space pirate—that sort of potential really comes through uh, in these doujins. and that's what I'm personally hoping for to see. Because, and without a major retcon or even a remake for that matter, the, the main tenshi line is the main Tenchi storyline is pretty much done. You can't go anywhere further. They're invincible. They're going to rule the universe. But The Children, on the other hand, is a different story. And that's where I'm hoping to see the the uh, continuation of Tenshi compelling Tenshi storyline come from.
0: Well, technically, Chuck, you could write them out of the box, but the people behind the series aren't competent enough to do it.
1: True enough. I was being generous.
3: It is a pickle, though, that I, I, I will kind of agree with what Chuck originally said there, whether he was being generous uh, or not, that, yeah, I, I I've gone over that so many times before we've gotten to this point with all this, the prospect of new things. And I too, like the, the idea of the clean slate with the, with, with the kids, new generation, new adventures, getting out of the household away from, uh, mom and dad. And, but, but yeah, like, like I, 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 have been thinking that all the time ever since I saw the third OVA is like, well, all right. um, gosh i sure don't want to be in their shoes to 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 be like well now what you mean
1: moms and dad
0: are we really going to see anything that different with the kids i mean they've got the gxp or they've got the gp behind them they've got the three goddesses behind them they've got tenchi behind them i mean i mean i know in our villains cast we came up with really good ideas for people and uh Some very good ideas, actually, for villains that could, you know, really do that, but we haven't seen any antagonist, or any antagonistic nature, or plot, or setting happen at all. I mean, granted, it is a very short doujin, but there's... Slice of Life is okay, but, you know, Tenchi, Tenchi was born and bred on space fantasy and adventure, and i think there's a bit of a disconnect that the kids have to have from their parents for them to be able to really get away like they would have to run away because they're they're stuck there they're at the household they're they're an extension of the god mod and it's more i think it's more it's harder than kajishima thinks it is to simply write a new generation in because that doesn't fix all of the holes and the holes are still there And I've said it before and I'll say it again, I, at this point in the game, I think Tenchi, AIC, whatever, they need to do, they need to have a swan song, they need to have a one night stand, if you will, which I know we've talked at length about, uh, for Tenchi, for the old fans, for the classic fans, doesn't have to be OVA continuity, doesn't technically have to be quote unquote canon. But just something that will give people a better note to leave off on, and then they can do whatever they want or attempt to do whatever they want because it to get them out of that box to get them out of that hole, it's gonna be tough and it's gonna be something that they either a are gonna have to take head on b they're going to just roll with and keep rolling that p down the mountain that it's been rolling down for ten years, or C. Forget that it happened in the first place and change it up. But, again, right now, all we're doing is sitting at uh, speculation and being hopeful for the future. Not to
5: shift it away from the politics of production, a couple of interesting things I see in F as well was, other than the very first page where we've got flying Ryoko baby, we don't see any instance of them again exhibiting any abilities if anything, we actually see them more natural, if you will, being that later on, well, I guess we're going to continue to color Tinko for the time being, wearing glasses, which you would think wouldn't be necessary, as well as getting injured and some other stuff in there. There's not really any super-powered uh, variations that we can see here of them exhibiting that. No, it doesn't mean it's not possible. Maybe we're just not seeing that side of things but what are your thoughts about their ability and perhaps the OVA one throwback that's in the one page
3: my immediate thoughts there and that's a great point jg is i think that might be an inclination whether or not that's what the uh, an actual you know anime if it followed up would focus solely on hopefully it would have more than this but it could be kind of what dagon was saying well they are did kind of paint themselves in a corner here what do we do from here? Well, one of the options Dagon listed, I believe, is just um, just kind of ignore it, more or less. Just roll with it. Not saying, oh, that stuff never happened, but just ignoring it. And so what do we see here? Well, the, it's um, it's very slice-of-life oriented. It's saying, oh, look, it's uh, Aika's daughter in Debate Club, and it's uh, Ryoko's daughter being uh, studious and, and uh, hitting the books there, and they're going to school. And so maybe they might just, you know, yeah, all that stuff happened with uh, Tenchi breaking 10 dimensions or whatever, and yeah, he kind of lives with, um, you know, the beings that created the universe, but we're going to focus on, hey, Tenko, quote-unquote, had a really awkward day at school, oh, let, let's, and and go that route, um, but that's just, that's just my thoughts there.
1: Well, that's one of the things that I'm less excited about, potential-wise, from this new stuff, because... If Kajishima is being 100% honest when he says that Tenshi Muyo, If, the Dojin is storyboards for OVA4, or whatever we're calling it, it pretty much amounts to OVA4 Tenshi Muyo Daycare Edition. And that would be very disappointing to me, because as has been said, Tenshimuyo Muyo, it, it was born as a space opera. It was born as space fantasy, and very dreamlike, and just... I, I mean, I have no problem with the slice of life. OVA 2 was very entertaining, and it was very slice-of-life oriented, but in the end, it got back to the space opera aspect. And to see the entire OVA 4, what we're calling it now, be summed up as slice of life, that would be very disappointing to me, and I think it would be to other people as well. But at the same time, I agree with what Hu saying, that they're not focusing on the powers, and I think that that's a good sign, because... It's a step. It's a step away from the overpowered household that we've seen, and hopefully, maybe this maybe this storyboard was only for episode one, and they'll move more back into traditional tenshi Muyo flavors later. But I'm just I'm leery at this point, and it's 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 hard because I'm also very excited. <laughs> it's 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 an exciting time to be a tenshi fan, but it it comes with it comes with risks as always.
5: Well, I'll throw more fuel on the fire then. I noticed, too, that if you consider the page links um, for storyboards, that's often important, but there's only about nine pages here of content. So if they were making a nine episode, let's knock that back up to, let's say, dual length or typical length. It's about 12 to 13. You could take roughly one page per episode, which might be slightly disturbing, but also... My other thought too is you know, we talk about him writing himself into a corner. You know, if this is all that he's got, which I would hope not, and it would make very little sense to show your entire hand, it kind of seems like he may have written himself already into a corner because we already see the end, which is Sana's son getting married to the other two. So that leaves no more room for, well, who are they going to pick, what's going to happen, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, unless we're starting off, like everybody's mentioning, with essentially this being a very quick two or three episode prologue as a jump to move into, you know, the adventures of Satan's son and blah, 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 blah.
3: You know, if I were doing this, I would say, just thinking here, writing this out, screenwriter mode here, I would even say, like, um, you know, a lot of these, the early... Uh, moments when they're when they're infants, and even up through um, you can see. Uh, I can't recall which pages, but you can see there's clearly uh, they're invoking you know our collective memories uh, from from the past here. With uh, we see uh, uh, Sana's son and Tenchi's daughters waiting out the rain in that uh, what appears to be that exact same shack. I'm sure it's supposed to be, and I could see even. I mean, you don't even need to do an episode for that, part of an episode for that, really just like uh, just like a montage, really, just to, to kind of show people, them uh, stop along the way to show, oh, look how cute the kids are, but then just kind of uh, probably starting off, if he was actually doing this in uh, anime form, you know, not talking about some other uh, written works or illustrated works, but as an anime form, I could see him just really, we start the ball rolling when they're, um, adolescence. And, uh, of course, however, JG brought up a great point. Well, he threw in there, you know, uh, them getting married there. And it's kind of like, well, hopefully he wouldn't have just given away the ending there. And I guess he can always fall back on it, especially at this point. Well, it's called if people it's called if, which is,
1: uh, a nice, nice out to leave for yourself while still generating, uh, hype. I think Benton's brought up a good point earlier in that at this point, we sort of know that Kadashima is going for the harem ending. He, Tenshi, uh, marries all of them. And it would stand a reason then that the rest of the girls, other than Aika and Ryoko, will also have children with Tenshi. And if the if-dojin <laughs> is uh, just one one small slice at the future continuity, perhaps there could be stories involving the other ones that wouldn't necessarily be as overly powered as as we're assuming Ryoko and Aika's daughters might be like, I would personally love to see what a child of Mahoshi would get up to. I mean, I would imagine that's one that's that's like one exception I would imagine to the the slice of life rule of mine. And that would actually might that would that would actually be pretty entertaining to see that to see that uh, child's growth. And I think we'd all be interested to see uh, a Washu child. That would be that would be very entertaining and very interesting to look at, but. There, I think I think there's a bit more than what is being shown in this doujin. I think this is just a teaser. And hopefully, hopefully, this is not all that there is. That the the marriage of Sena's son and Ryoko and Aika's daughters, that's not it. Because that would be very disappointing if that was all of it. If that's all Kajishima's got after almost ten years of time to work with Tenshimuyo. So, like I said, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the harem ending, but if it leads to more adventures with the children of the characters, I think I could probably turn to blind eye.
0: One thing to also keep in mind of, and JG brought this up, when he said something about, you know, is this all Kajishima's god? Is he throwing in his, is he throwing? If this is his royal flush. But Paradise War is something that he came up with in concept, but he's not actually writing. He is actually, someone else is writing Paradise War for him. So it's interesting to note that maybe Kajishima only is coming up with You know, what we're seeing as the quote-unquote storyboard are just loose concepts of what could happen, and that writers at AIC or another writer is essentially filling in the blanks or possibly even changing it, hence why Kajishima himself is referring to it as Tenchi Muyo If, like, this is my idea, but this might change in the future. You know, maybe maybe Kajishima's taking a step back, because... That would be another interesting thing, you know. If he if he's not even helming a project, him, uh, one of his big projects itself, that being Paradise War, maybe he's just stepped. He's finally stepped back from writing in general, and he's just kind of letting everybody else kind of run with it.
5: Another interesting observation is that it ends just like it starts, and if
0: indeed,
1: yeah, that, I did notice that circular circularity <laughs> of uh, of the Dojin. It's a uh, Not very original, but I think it worked in this respect. I'm shocked I didn't notice that. I'm glad you you said that, J.G. It's like, oh,
3: oh, so it is.
2: It's a cute bookend, but as uh, Chuck said, it's not an original idea under the sun. And in a way, it kind of disappoints me that that's, I mean, as, as has been said, this is if. So he could just shrug his shoulders and say, well, this was just a what if, and and brush it off if, uh, you know, criticism comes his way. But, uh, you know, making it so that everything would be so circular, perfectly bookended, like, oh, well, you know, Tenchi ended with uh, two wives, as far as this is concerned, two children that are uh, getting involved. And now his two children are marrying this person. And the the cycle continues, and it's just kind of like, you know, it's it's as Dagan said, is this the best that you've got after the twenty years? Like, really? I, I I'm I'm kind of disappointed if that is truly all there is to the uh, the end of it. I would definitely like to see something a little bit better than that.
3: Like we've said, there's hardly any text with this one here, as opposed to um, some other, most other works, and. I agree with uh, yeah. I, I hope he didn't give everything away, uh, show his whole hand, so to speak. I I doubt he would uh, he would do that. He has a little more finesse than that, I, I think. And um, I honestly think this kind of would tie into what Dagon's been saying about needing to prove himself again or needing to get more steam behind uh, any future projects. I kind of see this mostly as just as just something to to really get. Tenchi fans uh, you know, hyped up about again and to get people talking about it again uh, like we are right now. And so for me, I'm with people saying, yes, gosh, I hope this, uh, you know, it, it, we haven't seen, um, yep, this is exactly how it's going to be laid out, but I um, I don't think it is, and I'm not really uh, treating it as such, even though this is straight from Kajishima, Kajush- I think, uh, based on what it's been called and 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 everything else we've brought up there's uh there there's plenty more to to be excited about and to speculate on further further down the pipe.
1: Yeah, I think as as a as a bookend to my remarks throughout this entire cast, I would just I would like to say I think we in the larger Tenchi fandom it's it's important to pro- approach this this new information from a twice burned standpoint, because that's pretty much what we are at this point. We were burned with GXP and we were burned with OVA-3. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt, but at the same time look to more recent examples. Uh, this is the second year in a row where Katashima has really come out swinging with Tenchi material, whereas he was pretty much silent for the last ten years. And then there's War on Geminar, which is proof that he can still be part and write part of a very entertaining and a very uh, exciting story that doesn't involve highly overpowered characters. Although we have argued in the past that Kenshi is super overpowered, but I wouldn't say it reaches the level of godhood like Tenshi. So I would say that the, the, the pieces are there and the potential is there more so than it has been in the last 10 years. So, I mean, approach it, Approach it with trepidation, but the there is good reason to hope that this is this is the start of a exciting new chapter in Tenchi Muyo franchise
0: history. I want to thank everybody for coming in on a kind of off schedule for us to do a uh, Tenchi cast, but it is important because, like Chuck said, it is a very exciting but trepidatious time. It's like being excited to walk through a minefield. <sighs> for Tenchi Muyo fans, but subscribe to us on YouTube if you like what you hear, come to the forum if you want to be a part of the amazing discussion and the amazing community that is Tenchi Muyo. Follow us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, every social media outlet that you can think of. We even have Tumblr. And if you're big into translating, we would love to have another set of eyes and ears looking at Tenchi content that for a lot of people they've never seen before or have been able to read in English. Until next time, stay gold.